Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Fuck Monday, I know I could get a better job. Resumes going out tomorrow. I said, fuck Monday. Boss said I'm getting in too late. Now I gotta write up in my face. I said, fuck Monday. Co-workers gossiping and lying. No, not today, bitch, you tried it. I said, fuck Monday. Damn, I done been here for a while. This nine to five going out of style. I said, fuck Monday. Welcome to the Fuck Mondays podcast with your host, Kiara Lopez, and your co-host, Judah Moscato. And we have a special guest today. I'm really excited about this. This is episode seven, or maybe eight, I don't know, but episode seven. We have a special guest. It's Willard. Yay! Willard, you don't have a catchphrase? You don't have a catchphrase? Nice. That's my dog. That's my dog. That's my dog. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm really excited to have Willard here today. So we're going to let Willard speak about himself, speak about what he's doing, uh, how he's following his dreams. And um, because Willard was in California living uh, Cali weed life and came over here back to us poor bitches in the Bronx and Brooklyn and whatever <laughs> to not smoke, to sit here and got to sneak around again. And <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, so, you know, um... Like she said, I was out in Cali. Uh, before that, of course, you know, I started that with uh, Kiara and Willard. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm going to edit this. Um, It's called The Monument of Freedom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the Monument of Freedom. My bad. My bad. <laughs> so I started at The Monument of Freedom with Kiara and, uh, and uh, Judah over here. And, uh, you know, that's how we solidified our friendship through tomfoolery and slacking off at the work at the job <laughs> and then um you know i went over to cali to pursue my dreams of opening a business um at first i wanted to open like a lounge or something like that which uh then dwindled down to something like a cafe like a chill zone type of thing you know nothing too high maintenance just a spot where people could chill especially like kids in high school and college they could come after after uh, uh school and just hang out with their friends or whatever um Cali life is dope, but I do not recommend it to anybody unless you got like some serious cash because uh, <laughs> it's, it's expensive to live out there, dog. It's no joke out there. So, um, of course, the business didn't do so high. It, it, it taught me a few things. I got a few lessons out of it. Met a lot of cool business people that taught me some stuff that made me have to go back to the drum board, which is why I came back to New York um, to my roots and back down get back to the drawing board and try again you know that's good because as we've spoken here before it's about learning lessons and not giving up just learning from those lessons and to you know better yourself and learn from your uh from things in the past so yeah 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 
Yeah, so I, any, anything I go go into, um, jobs, interactions with people, I always try to grab a lesson out of it, you know what I mean? Because it'll help you in the, in the long run. Yeah. Facts, facts. Okay, so as every week I have a motivational quote, and this one is for people on social media. Um, it says, it's not just for anybody on social media, but just in general. A lot of people like to talk a good game, but don't actually pursue their shit. So it says, you know what's better than announcing something on social media, doing it. So I've always announced shit on social media and then never went through with it. I would start something, never go through it. So this podcast is the first thing that I said, no, this is something I really want to do. I always wanted to be in radio or do something in media. So it's just like, I need to stop talking shit and do the shit. So I just want to promote doing shit. Even if it fails, at least you tried and you can learn from it. So if you guys want to add anything motivational to that shit. Um, yeah, uh, I think all three of us have done something similar. We all have, you know, dreams and some of them intersect like they're intersecting now. Uh, so it's very important to to do rather than to say you're about to do something, even if it fails, because this is the land of opportunity. And just like Willa said, going over to the West Coast, you know how many people have went over to the West Coast and failed and came over to the East Coast and failed? Like, they look at uh, New York how we look at the West Coast. Like, oh, if I can make it in New York. And it's like, New York is trash, bro. <laughs> like, we've been here long enough. You know, like, New York is trash. So we try to go to the West Coast and make it happen. So, I mean, yeah, you just got to put yourself out there, keep trying, and not be scared to fail. You know what I'm saying? Because that's how you learn. Right, yeah. Both of y'all pretty much touched on the same point. I mean, like, I was never the type to put it on social media, like, my moves of what I want to do. Um, but I was the type to always, you know, go to my friends first and be like, yo, I'm going to do this. And not all the time you get, you know, positive responses when you try to make a move. So if, if you're anything like me, it gets in your head and then you start down yourself and then some moves you just don't make because you're like, well, my friends could be right, you know? So it, it just, it, it gets to a point where you're just like, all right, well, I, I need to do it. Like whether it fails or not, I need to at least try to see if I could do it for myself, you know? So always, always just try. You got an idea, just do it, man. The worst that can happen is you fail and then you just start over. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to add a little more to that, like we see, I don't think it's in the show notes, but um, something amazing happened this week that it definitely made somebody like me, who's an artist, keep going. Which is that guy um, that went viral with the uh, the beat from Meek Mills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That like, and you know, because I've done something similar to this. Like this guy before that point, he was making beats in the kitchen at the park. He just kept putting up videos making beats or whatever and it just so happened that that was the one that went viral and social media caught went to it and then you know what I'm saying the rest is history and shit is everywhere so like that's one of the important like things you have to remember is like you might not it might not happen for you tomorrow but if you keep going you keep going it's, it'll eventually something eventually will break for you and no matter what it is like you just gotta keep going you know what I'm saying you can't quit. So that that was uh that was one of the stories this week that I was like, yo, that kinda inspired me to just keep doing what I'm doing. That's 
That is, yeah, that story was amazing. And the beat was fire as fuck. Um, but I also want to say, like, another thing that's important is uh, support from your friends. If you're listening to this and you know us, support us. Because a lot of people don't support each other, each other, which is trash. Like, you see your friend is doing something, like, just listen to it. Or just buy a shirt. Or just, like, those little things do matter. And a lot of people... I realized that people that I don't know show me more love than people I do know, which is pretty yeah. crazy. That's a fact. That's a fact. Not us, because we work together. Like <laughs> those of you who don't know, you know, uh, mixtape I made uh, last year, Drug Music, has both Kier and Willer on it. Like, and they are two stars of the mixtape with skits and stuff or whatever so like everybody always comes up to me and says yo the, the booty skit from Will it was mad funny like <laughs> they, <laughs> they were whining that shit so and also the one that Kiara did like you know what I'm saying and that's just that just came from supporting my you know supporting your friends and my friends supporting me like oh you doing the tape oh you need a skit yeah like I didn't they didn't have like they didn't even hesitate they just helped me like and you know what I'm saying it ended up being like a really integral part of the mixtape so like you definitely gotta support your friends you know what I mean support their dreams or whatever and vice versa this is how we ended here today yes okay guys so get off that emotional cause I'm about to get hit the tears because all this love we're giving each other <laughs> <laughs> Um, so recap of the week um, we'll talk about I know Ward wants to talk about the last podcast and we could talk about what we did through the week because we always just try to see hey we I try, me and Ward try not to talk to each other for the whole week so we can sit here and have a fresh conversation so um, yeah so uh, Ward wants to talk about last week's uh, podcast so what happened <laughs> Wait, Willis, did you listen to the last podcast? I listened to the first half of it, but I was caught up with getting back into work, so I was in and out Oh, so you didn't hear the uh, the female rap conversation? No, Kiara was just... Uh, I, I was informing like, him because I knew you were going to talk about it. So I was informing him because um, he told me he didn't listen. So I kind of explained to him that we were arguing for a good... Nigga, I was eating a roadie while you was talking. <laughs> I was I was sweating butt-ass... Uh, nobody knows this, but I'd be half-naked or butt-ass naked just <laughs> recording this podcast. That's why I love it so much because I get to be my free self. <laughs> I mean, see, but this is, this is why I love you. This is why... <laughs> We birds flock together because I be butt ass making recording to you. Like, first of all, it's hot as hell, bro. Like, it's hot. Like, I'm in my office. I record in my office, so every other room but my office has air conditioning. So I have the window open and the fan going, and it's still hot. Like, it's got to be 70, 80 degrees here. Yeah, um, I so, don't record in my room where it's nice and cool. I record in the um, in my living room, so I'm just I'm just hot and burning too. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, basically, you know, basically my position, which I'm not gonna go through the whole thing, but my position was that in female rap, there's a little too much sex and not enough like really good lyricism and variety or whatever. Kier was on the opposite. Uh, um, no, no, so, no, no, no. I said I agree with you, but I'm okay with the stance of things because things will eventually develop. That's what I said. Yeah. 
All right, well, that's that's her stance. If you if you didn't listen to the conversation, it was a good conversation. I'm not gonna rehash it. Just go back and listen. But <laughs> uh, what what came out of that? Um, and my boy was me and my boy. Uh, shout out to um, Jalil. Uh, we were talking about it uh, after he listened to the podcast. And one of the things that I wanted to bring up this podcast was um, basically the ability to critique something. Like, and I think that we have a, a problem with this, not only when it comes to females, but when it comes to black people. Like, mm-hmm. in general, it's hard to critique somebody without them saying, oh, you're hating, you're negative. Uh, oh, you don't really fuck with me. You don't fuck with my dreams, or you know, you try to badmouth me. And we can apply this to work too. Um, when somebody's trying to critique you, it doesn't always mean that, that they're trying to put you down. Like, it means that they want you to grow. And maybe you know, what I'm saying you don't have to listen, but maybe you should take that advice, internalize it, and try to work on bettering yourself. So, my whole argument about the female rap was about critiquing as like a whole at the genre like how it could be better I dislike females you know what I'm saying because like that's where I felt like it was coming across like just because we were so animated like I like female rap too but I do want it to get better you know what I'm saying and it can't get better if we're like oh every female's dope like that's whack you know what I'm saying like it has to be somebody that's like nah that's not really that's not really that good. It could be better. See what I'm saying? We all want to say page. No, I hear you, but and and that goes into the whole like, like you said, if you, like, I, the way I see critiquing, like if you like something, like if you like something or you're passionate about something, and you're giving feedback on it, you should be able to say like, if like I'm a fan of Eminem, like like that's one of my favorite artists. But even when he puts out a bad song, I'm the first one to say, like, yo, that was a trash song. You know what I mean? So, like, if you like the genre of rap and you want to see rap progress into a better place, I understand where you're coming from where you're saying, like, yo, I want to hear more lyrics because all I'm hearing about is my pussy this, my pussy that, and, like, who I'm having sex with right now and my money this long and that long. And that can go for both female artists and male artists like you know what I mean like both of them you both they both have to come to a point where it's like alright there's literally nothing else y'all can talk about like every rapper talks about going to Dubai with their new cars everybody's talked about all these models that they have sex with you know what I mean like so you want something different so when you say when you're talking about female artists and you say every single one of them is coming out talking the same thing I get that and I understand it and I completely agree because they do talk about the same thing which is why I personally don't really listen to a lot of them because they all literally just sound the same. But at the same time, I get where Kiara was coming from. Like, it's going to take time for somebody to pop and blow up to that's actually speaking about something because how long did we have to go through before we got, how long did we have to go through of trash music before we started with the J. Cole and the Kendrick and all that other stuff? You know what I mean? Like, how long have we had to hear about how many times they've been to jail and how many, how many guns they got, how much money they got, how many bitches they took before we had somebody of substance, you know what I mean? So right. I get it, and you, your, your critique is valid, but Kiara's point is valid also. And I'm not trying to play middle ground. I'm just <laughs> calling it how I see it. No, because like, I, I told, like, I told um, Ward, like, I understand what he's saying. Just right now for me, it's summertime. 
I, I can't even listen to a woke album right now. I'm on my hot granny summer shit, which I'll get into of my what my weekend was like. Some whole shit. Some fun ass whole shit. And what I was listening to, whole bitches, because I don't want to listen to um Rap City while I'm twerking down the, the I mean, oh yeah, that too. I mean you know that's twerking down the boardwalk. It's for everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like it's a mood. Summertime, it's ratchet season. Like, <laughs> that's what that's what I fully expect to be on the radio. Ratchet nonsense. Like, you know what I mean? But like <laughs> my, my whole thing is like my whole thing is like you know, there's nothing wrong with balance. There's nothing wrong with ratchet. There's nothing wrong with righteous. There's nothing wrong with throwing a little gospel in there every uh, eighth Sunday of the year. You know what I'm saying? Like it's cool to have. It's cool to have top stuff at the top. That's good. Stuff at the middle. That's good. Stuff at the bottom. That's good. Like you know what I'm saying? Like my guilty pleasure is, is Gucci Man. I'm a lyricist. Like so. Somebody said. Yo, who's one of your favorite rappers? And I say Gucci man. Niggas be like Gucci man, but that's the shit that I like. You know what I'm saying? So if Gucci yeah. drop an album in the summertime, that's what I'm bumping. I'm bumping Gucci. Like you know what I'm saying? So I so I I completely agree with Kiara. So it, and it wasn't like again we're not rehashing. You know who was right, who was wrong, whatever. What I was just basically saying is that what we can't do is we can't placate the women. We can't say that you're not allowed to criticize the women. Like, we oh, can't yeah, do nah. that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just like, nah. we can't do that to black people because we do this to white people all the time. White people be like, oh, why don't you fix the stuff in your neighborhood? And you're like, oh, you can't say that. And I'm like, well, yeah. it's kind of true. Yeah, we we can't do kill each other. <laughs> yeah, like, we yeah. do kill yeah. each other. Huh. Like, so, I think, I just think the, the ability to critique something is important, especially, like you said, if you're in the culture like if you're not you're not just an outside person saying all oh, women are trash but you're in the culture you want to see it grow or you're supporting black business or whatever and you're like i, I want to support black business but y'all kind of rude like that's a critique you know yeah, what i'm saying like, i think we should all we should all do that like we should for every industry that we in your job your genre whatever we should be able to take critique you know what i'm saying and, and move forward with it Okay. But like you said earlier, I do think like, and I don't want to just put it on the black community, but I see it more so in the black community because obviously I'm black and I'm in the black community. But like, like you said, like black people can't take a lot of critiquing. Like people, you, they it feels like they think it's a personal attack. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so is it, I, I think it becomes it becomes a more of a not you can't critique it, but it's more of. of the whole how you not what you say but how you say it argument type of thing you feel me right so okay. I, I don't know I think black people just need to the black community needs to come together and just understand that if someone is giving you a tip it doesn't necessarily mean that they attack it important you feel me I agree good advice guys let's move the fuck on before this goes into another hour of just women um <laughs> that shit was crazy last time <laughs> I didn't even listen to it until like way later because I was like, this shit is so long and I hate to hear myself argue. Um, okay, um, so recapping this week, did you guys do anything? I got a whole a whole bunch of whole stories just re- ready for you. Just ready for you niggas. Like, mm, I was giving it up in these streets. <laughs> well, um, 
<laughs> okay. Let's get it today. <laughs> okay. Don't don't keep us in suspense. <laughs> tell us tell us the city girl summer that you're having. <laughs> so my mother is getting married in September and we had a little bachelorette party in Atlantic City and I've actually never been. So we were going to the Hard Rock Hotel and you know like they always say that's a nice hotel, but you know, I'm thinking Atlantic City is the dirty version of Vegas. So I wasn't expecting it to be nice and it really was nice. Um, but we got there kind of late, but whatever. We were drinking um, my bathing suit. Too small. Basically, the outside of my areolas was showing the holes. <laughs> I, gave, I gave my mom the speech, though, of, <laughs> of don't. This is a, our uh, hot granny summer. I don't want to hear no complaining about none of my whole outfits. Like, you're not going to say a word. And she didn't. She was having fun. Uh, we were drinking. Um everybody was a grandmother except for me and my cousin which um it was just great um my mother was acting wild she was humping balloons i might post a video i think i did on my insta story i might post it for the podcast to um just expose her a little bit like she was she she felt like she was back in her 20s doing her whole time and no we had fun we went to eat we like we just had fun like i i've never had that much fun with my family we're all drunk because you know Dominican people start arguing and fighting and shit so it was just good positive time um everybody loved us walking down the boardwalk and um my mother was shocked because I was walking in my bathing suit and this guy was walking behind and he goes you walking with all of that in these streets Um, (laughs) and then my mother was like um you like my mother was a little shocked and then she was like yeah right like she is right he was like look at all of that and stuff so he was just going in and then i was like he's like yeah but you know like i can't do that if i hang my balls out they call the cops i said no sir take your pants off and rock with your balls out and he was shocked um my mother thought the conversation after we were all sober like what the fuck but um she was just happy to have fun i i like that she wasn't judging me I just oh like that she wasn't judging. Because usually I, ha- I get a speech. <laughs> like the picture, one of the pictures, you know that Janet Jackson with the titties in the magazine where they holding them up? My cousin took a picture like that of my titties and she was holding them up. Um, yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Old people know how to have fun though, so it was cool. Yeah. Probably. And I also because I like to support my people, I'm gonna give one shout out to um I had a classmate that I sat next to and he was Korean and I thought this nigga was gonna help me pass science, biology. He was a nail tech and stupid as fuck. <laughs> cheating off of me but he did my nails this week so i want to give him a shout out his instagram is i am tony ho um he's really dope and if you tell him i sent you he give you a little discount <laughs> Wait, his name is tony ho no his real name i'm, I'm getting to this no, no 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 his real name his last name is ho uh ho but his first name ain't tony his first name because in america ph spells f <laughs> is what <laughs> It's 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 pew, but because in America P H is P H is F is fuck in American, so he changed his name to Tony because everybody was calling him oh. fucko. So that oh, <laughs> that's my. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking Yo, I would have kept that. <laughs> he said he was. Well, I should have been on Instagram. That would have been popping. <laughs> 
But I love him to death. He gives me a discount because he he's kind of deep in 233rd. But if you Instagram him, he will definitely give you a discount. So I have my sent you. Um, I just, you know, giving people shout outs, opportunities, because he be looking out. So that was used my to, weekend. Used to, uh, used to fuck Monday code, uh, fuck ho. <laughs> fuck ho. Monday code, Did you guys do anything? <laughs> did you guys do anything this week? No, go ahead, Willie. Willie? Uh, Honestly, I ain't do much, much. I've been, honestly, just been on my grind since I've been back in New York. Um, my homeboy, though, has been trying to get me in, in contact with some of his, uh, uh, his connections that he met in college. He's been hanging around with some pretty, uh, uh, I would say, what's the word? It's affluential. <laughs> affluential people. Oh, uh, with, uh, you know, connections. You, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they could put you. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You on to some, some nice stuff, so he's been trying to um, get me connected with them. Um, I've been looking into schools. I'm thinking about going back to school with my degree. Uh, I'm going to be meeting up with my homeboy later this week because we're going to start another business venture using those connections, uh, which uh, so far is looking promising, and I can't wait for it to launch. I can't talk about it right now because, you know, the whole talking about it on social media before you're doing it, we're going to just do it. And, I, you know, little by little, I'll start letting people know. Of course, you guys are going to be the first to know. Um, and, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I'm excited for it. I really am excited for it because the things that he's been telling me, the people that he's been meeting, um, it, it's all looking good. You know, what I, mean? so I can't wait to do that. That's but good. That's really good. Man. So just in business, yeah. Yeah. Right, that's, that's dope. Get your business together. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, normally I don't have many stories. Um, but I almost got shot this weekend. What? Oh, my so, <laughs> so, yeah. I have a story to tell. Well, I ain't saying that on, on the podcast because I don't want to get shot. That's for real. So, like, so, as many of you know, you know, 
all my you know since we started this podcast me being a stay-at-home dad i just watch my son i do potty training that gets boring after a while so you know you know that part on the uh on whatever movie or whatever tv series that you like that the the guy finally ventures out into the world and realizes why I had one of those weekends. Like, I realized I should have stayed my black asshole, my damn family, and my kids, okay? So, I started, matter of fact, it was that Saturday. The Saturday, uh, shout out to Tiny. Tiny had a pop up shop. Or, forgot it. Yeah, shout out Tiny. Shout out to Tiny. She's a dope designer out of Brooklyn. Uh, um, it's uh, called CG. She has real dope streetwear, you know, uh, shirts. Uh, bottoms, all all that uh, city girl shit that you want to wear, the fucking stretch pants and all that shit. She got that for the low. Uh, again, promo code fuckho. And she'll probably give you a discount. <laughs> Don't quote me. <laughs> Don't quote me. So, so she calls me, right? She calls me. She's like, yo, can you come down, take some pictures, record? You know, I do the videography thing as a part time gig. So I did that. I met up with Willard. You know what I'm saying? I saw, you know, some co-workers I used to work with at the Monument of Freedom. <laughs> and, um, you know what I'm saying? Then I, I then I went, after that, after we did that, I went to, like, an artist showcase. You know what I'm saying? Check out some artists, some people I wanted to work with or whatever. So I meet up with some friends, and then all of a sudden, what are the friends? We smoke and everything, and so I get a little smoke on or whatever. And all of a sudden, your friend was like, yo, you want to go, go to a block party in the hood? Now, I had two choices. One choice was take my black ass home <laughs> after the showcase, or because I haven't been out in a long time, fuck it, let's go to the block party in the hood. This is the moment you realize that you fucked up. <laughs> so, <laughs> now, I said, no. Was this in the same area as the pop-up shop? Because I know that area. You should have just called No, no, no. This, this, is, this, was, this is upstate New York. This is upstate New York. But... But the hood that we were going to is reminiscent of like Flatbush in the nineties. Yeah. Oh. So, boy. so imagine Flatbush in the nineties, but oh, boy. so you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm like I'm getting myself ready, you know, I sag my pants a little more. You know what I mean? I had to switch up the bop. You know what I mean? Like, like not as professional, but like more hood bop. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get, you gotta prepare yourself before you go into the hood. Like, so I prepared myself. <laughs> going to the hood, they had like food trucks out there. Everything was going good. There was bitches out there. Everybody was smoking. Good music. Not ten minutes. Ten minutes. And now, mind you, I'm used to being in the hood, so you know you gotta keep your head on the swivel or whatever. Oh, yeah. So. When as soon as I pull up to the hood, we, I'm walking through the crowd or whatever. Everybody's in like their own little section, right? Like the black parties are. There was this one section that I just kept focusing my eyes on. It was just a bunch of dudes, no bitches over there, no smoke. It looked like none of them drove there. It looked like they weren't standing by no car. They were just standing on the corner, just a bunch of niggas. So I'm like, all right. This ain't, this ain't right So I just keep looking over there I keep looking over there All of a sudden I see them almost like in uniform Like they coming out The motherfucking uh, tunnel For an NFL game <laughs> <laughs> They come around the fucking They come around the fucking uh, truck And then I just see niggas scrapping Boom boom Somebody fighting Whatever whatever And then All I heard was Yo duck 
that I heard that I just seen people scattering people jumping under cars jumping under the food truck there was a laundromat in the middle of the block niggas was hanging out the laundromat door like everybody was like getting low and shit and I'm sitting there like, like what the and I, at the moment that I ducked behind the car I seriously thought to myself like what the fuck am I out here <laughs> what the fuck am I out <laughs> like, like I know there's no reason for me to be out here, and I wasn't even in this fucking block party ten minutes, and so I was I'm ducking behind the car, and then right behind me there's this dude walking with two guns, on oh like God. on his like he had like the shoulder like the neo shoulder straps. I don't know where the fuck he came from, like he came with like two neo like like gun straps, and then the guy behind like the guy was like ducking behind him. He was like. Damn man, we don't got another gun out here. And this is this is a problem I have with broke niggas. This is, a, this is a problem I have with broke niggas and niggas in the hood. Why is always the nigga that don't have a gun talking about we ain't got no more guns out here? <laughs> nigga, where's your gun? <laughs> like, why'd you come out here to start shit and you don't got a gun? So anyway, <laughs> ended up shooting up the block. Yeah, this nigga trying to borrow a gun. Complain. <laughs> So, so I'm like, so they end up shooting up the block, like up the block, and people scatter all over the place. So at that moment, of course, you know the DJ starts unplugging his shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Taco Chuck closes his fucking door down. Douche. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, the cops come and, and and everybody was like, you know, the cops asking people who who was it. Of course, ain't nobody saying shit. I didn't see anybody. Um, but then I just drove, like, I just drove home laughing. That whole way, like, dude, this is the reason why I don't fucking come outside. Well, like, this is this is the reason why we don't come outside. But like, but you're alive and good content for the podcast. Looking at the positives, man. This is a story for the podcast. Like, so um, shout out to. You know, shout out to the people that shot the block up. You know what I mean? Fuck them. Um, they ruined the party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did fuck up the party. It's mad funny because people on Facebook they was like, "Oh man, y'all fucked the party up." Um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying. That was my week. Sounds like um, excitement. It sounds like uh, uh, what's that guy from Taken? It's probably a movie he's gonna make where he's in the hood and shit just goes left and his kid get dies. Like he always has a movie where his kid dies. Um, okay, um, so let's start with topics. We have uh, we spoke about this last podcast, but there's been some development of ASAP Rocky. Obviously, right now he is in jail in Sweden for fighting some guys that were being disrespectful to him. Um, these guys have not been charged. They actually refused to charge the guys, but they're still holding ASAP. So um, they're staying for two weeks, which a week already passed, so maybe another week, maybe another two. And now Trump is involved because the Kardashian West family has summoned him. Um, so any thoughts? Um, it's, it's bullshit. Uh it's it's real convenient that you know he's been getting called a racist all week, and all of a sudden now he cares about you know a, a black rapper. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So we we all know that it, what that's about. Yeah. Like it's, it was perfect timing for him if he does this. Which by the way, he probably was getting out anyway. But if Trump throws his name out. around, 
you know what I'm saying? It kind of makes it seem like he did it. He gets some credit for it. I mean, we're, we've seen the story already. We know what Trump is about. So, like like I said last podcast, you know what I'm saying? Free ASAP. Um, but we know what we know what this Trump shit is. Smokescreen, like, so, you know what I mean? Fuck Trump. I don't care. Yeah, who, he, could, he could get out a, a thousand rappers. Still fuck Trump. Yeah, I also want to oh. say at another development was that G-Z said that he feels that it is racist because he was caught with drugs in Sweden and got slapped on the wrist and sent home. Um, so, oh, cool. drugs... You, to, you, sent, you, sent, you sent me this today. I didn't even know Rocky was locked up. So, free, free Rocky, he was, first of all. Yeah, he was, he's literally just locked up because these these guys are like, following him and... Her, right. harassing him and then sexually assaulting some girls like grabbing on people right. and I guess they did something to Rocky I don't know what his response was towards either you know just him personally or what they were doing in general but he beat their ass and then you know now he's um, in jail for it and then these guys whatever they were doing which there's videos of them like pr- before this fight harassing people they literally they're let go and walk free so it just shows like People think that it's, it's always. Racist, dude. I saw I saw the video of Rocky pulling them to the side and saying, "Yo, stop following us because we don't want any trouble with y'all. Y'all go your own way. We gonna go our own way." Basically. He said on video of him, like he pulled them both to the side and spoke to them, and then let them walk, and they still kept going. You feel me? Yeah. So of course he defended him, but that was self-defense. That whole situation is racist, and I didn't want to say it was racist because I, I really wanted to look at it, and I didn't want to be that black person like, oh, everything is racist, you know, that deals with the white person. But that was blatantly racist, like, yeah. like, and then holding him for for two weeks over over nonsense, and these guys are just out free. Yeah, That's racist. Dog. Trump just using it as a, a way to put his name on something. So is uh, 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 Kim Kardashian because you know damn well she's not in no courtroom, but she got somebody doing it for her. But yeah. she gets her name attached. You know they just using this for publicity. Like it's all stupid. Yeah. Um. I also have another development that happened. I believe today this morning of future bodyguard getting knocked out and they were being harassed and. The bodyguard uh, was knocked out, and they were harassing Future, and it looked crazy. Like, uh, some guy just ran. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40, and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Behind him and punched him in the head. I want to know is, I don't know what country this is, but it's not America. And I want to know, are these people going to get charged? Are you going to treat them the way you're treating ASAP Rocky for assaulting someone? Because this guy didn't even see that shit coming. Like, he was just literally from behind, knocked the fuck out on the floor. And Did this happen in Sweden? I don't know. It's a European country. Um, let me actually check. But it's just like... They're not going to be charged for it. They're not going to be charged for it. They're not. They're charged. No. Nothing's going to happen. You're in another country. It's, you know what I mean? And it, the, the most important thing. Not that. Not that. It's getting to a situation where it's just like, um, I was actually having this conversation with my sister's friend like a while back with celebrities where they get pushed or they get assaulted or whatever. And is it in the celebrity's best interest to not do anything or to fight back? You know what I mean? Because as a celebrity, you're held to a higher standard. So if he was to attack him back, we all know how that would play out. He's going to get arrested. He's going to get brought up on charges. But if he doesn't do anything, nothing's going to happen to that person. You know what I mean? And it's always, always going to play out that way. Well, I was going to say, um, you know, it's ironic that, you know, like we talked about last podcast, what ASAP Rocky said about the stuff that happened at Ferguson, um, because I could see a I could see a thread between how we talk to our kids about how we interact with the police and how they should interact with people outside of their country. It's kind of the same thing. It's like your parents tell you, do what you have to to get home. So I really think the most important thing, like, whether you're a celebrity or not, is to try to make it home. Like, that's what you try to make it home. And then if you can do something after the fact, if you could lawsuit or you could send some type of or go to the uh, the, assemb- uh, the UN or something or whatever the case may be. But the most important thing yeah, I would first. think is to get home. Like, that's what you should yeah, be trying to do. First. Is try to get home. So, like, if you're out there in another country, and it's like the same thing, the same thing that might happen here, you might be able to fight like a bouncer. Like, you could fight a bouncer in America. Maybe you get a, a, a night in jail, but that's not the same thing with another country. So, I would advise people to just try to get the fuck home, man. Fuck all that other shit. Like, yeah, I, I think I, was, I think it was E News or something like that. They were talking about the ASAP thing. And they're like. Yeah, because you don't, uh, they were asking if he was really going to get out after two weeks because they are like, you don't know what type of laws they have, um, what how their assault charges may go, because it's completely different from America. So you get in trouble somewhere else, man. You might get well, a lot of From what I heard, Sweden has like a 95, like something crazy, like a 90 to 95 conviction rate. So basically what they do is they want you to plead to something it doesn't matter what it is even if it's like really small and you do they'll pay the fine and you did your time in jail and then they'll send you back home but they want to show their country that when people come 
from another country that they persecute them and then and they get convicted. So what's most likely is going to happen is ASAP Rock is going to plead to something small like fucking, I don't know, like endangering the public or something stupid like that. Something that's, that's it should be, you know, it's unjust, but it's something, like I said, get back home and do your lawsuits later. Like, yeah, or just say, find I'm not, yeah, like, I'm trying to get you home, so. Oh, yeah, I mean, honestly, I was telling this, I was telling this to my, my friend, I'm like, yo, if I'm rich and something small happens, like, okay, you following me, I actually believe, and it got to a point where we had to fight, and I had the choice of either fighting you or going home, and maybe going home getting called a punk, I would take that L that's going home getting called a punk, because at the end of the day, I'm rich, I'm not going to care, you know what I mean, it's better than spending the night in jail I could sleep in my super rich bed while y'all out there harassing people still like y'all ain't got nothing else to do I got all this money and all this this freedom in the world to do whatever and y'all broke harassing people like I'm gonna live a life I'm gonna keep it that way yeah, I think, like, uh, pride plays a big part sometimes. Like, I, I, my mom always told me, like, when you're not in your natural habitat, be careful. Because even if you're going to another state, like, there's different laws in those states. Like, just be careful yeah. where you are, especially when you're going somewhere out of town, like, that you're not familiar with because anything can happen. And, like, some places there's guns a nigga could pull out a gun on you because he feel threatened and get away with it so it's like yeah it's like that and like my plan um after my mom's wedding is every year to go somewhere with my son out the country that's not fucking dr um like everybody goes to (laughs) (laughs) um and that's my goal and it's like i gotta be safe because it's just gonna be me and my kid like Right, right. Yeah. So. Uh, nah, nah, yeah, dog. Listen, I'm in a different country. I got money. I don't care. I don't care what you do to me. As long as you're not physically harming me with like a gun or a knife or something, I'm gonna take that out every time because I got money to go home to. I got things to do. Like, <laughs> you are not worth my time. Like, I'm going. I don't know. Yeah. So. The next topic is an emotional topic. It's um, Eric Garner. Um, the man that shot him will not face federal charges. And it just really hurt me. Like, I don't want to get too into it, but it just really hurt me to hear his daughter speak. And especially because the other daughter died trying to get her dad justice and to find out that he still won't get justice. Is um, I just want to say rest in peace to him, respect. And it is just sad if you guys have anything to say. Uh, um, yeah, going back to going back to the critique. Um, where where's Trump? Where's Kim Kardashian? Where is like where are these same people that care so much about ASAP Rocky? Like, cause this was this was a story. Like, this kind of got swept under the rug this week. Like, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying it really got swept under the rug. Like, we care more about ASAP. You got distracted you know? by media, though. Right, we got. Distracted by ASAP and racist ass Trump, and this guy is literally gonna walk free for committing murder. So this is my critique with the black community. Like y'all care so much about ASAP Rocky, what's happened to him in Sweden? Like where y'all should have shut. I mean, we should be shutting cities down. Like yeah. this, 
You know what I'm saying? Like this, this, this is my problem when, when we try to talk about how Black Lives Matter and all the other stuff. And I hear I hear the, the the back and forth with the racist people and all this other stuff. And when you talk to them on Facebook, they're like, "Well, what about the the people in your community?" And like that's a that's a legit argument. It probably doesn't work in this case because it was a white cop. But here we are. It gets swept under the rug. And I just you know want to say something. I, I don't have the guy's name, and I'm, my apologies for not being prepared, but the man that videotaped the incident that's in jail for videotaping the incident, I heard that they have him on something else, but obviously, you know, the people in Staten Island, the police, they are corrupt, and this man who recorded this incident goes to jail not too long after, and I think it was full of shit. It, it's sad that nobody's trying to free him. Like, all right, that, the the person that passed away didn't get justice. It's sad. But there's literally someone alive that if it wasn't for him, you wouldn't even... There wouldn't be no yeah, evidence. Yeah, I would have had no news if he didn't record it. And he's right. in jail. But I would have just been another body that they that they would have flipped that, oh, this person had this and this, this and that's why the cop killed him. So it would have just been that story all over again in the media. You see, and if once, he didn't record it. once again, like you said, where's Kim Kardashian and her whole little team or these, even like other people like for justice reform why is like this kid i never heard this publicized it's something that i had to hear and i recently seen it publicized but like a meme like his his mugshot and that he's in jail for this and yada yada but i've never ever ever seen a story about that kid ever like that's uh, something that they literally made sure no one speaks about because it's like oh now you're arresting people that recorded you or you're trying to find something on them just so you can lock them up because you're mad that they caught you doing something you should have not been doing which is wild and 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 that's and it's sad but like there's no outrage for it at all which is the saddest part like there's 300 at the time when I saw the video, which was posted, I think, yesterday, they said there was over 300,000 signed petitions to get ASAP Rocky out of jail. I'm like, where's all that for this cop getting indicted or this guy getting released for recording? Like, where's, where's, and where's even a percent of that, you feel me? Yeah. Like, everybody's quiet, but y'all, nah, that, oh, boy, that gets me hot, but... <laughs> or, the, or, the, or the fact that, you know... You know, to bring it to my own personal experience, like they these people that I was at the black party, they were willing to shoot up, you know, a whole block full of innocent people. But then you have you have Zimmerman just walking around, walking around, please. walking around. Every you, I don't we don't mind again critique. We don't mind shooting up our own people at fucking block parties or in Chicago or on the West Coast or wherever or Louisiana. We don't mind shooting up our own people. But here goes Zimmerman just just driving around. He in celebrity boxing matches. He's fucking auctioning off the murder weapon. All this goofy shit. And, you're, you're, and that's the worst part of it is he's auctioning off the gun. Like, he's proud of that shit. And people can see it and nobody's doing anything about it. But we got all these hard people in the hood, pause, that out here killing and doing all the stuff, they killing and all the stuff. I'm like, but he's walking around free. Everybody know what this dude is. Like, and if you're selling a murder weapon online. Yeah, but and y'all ain't doing nothing about it. Yeah, but it's, like, you know what drives me crazy about everything is that you're willing to kill someone because you got some dumbass beef that doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But the like, if you're willing to go to jail for that shit, for killing somebody for some dumb shit, then kill this nigga. Like, I'll 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 be proud of you 
if you killed that what? nigga. Like, if you killed that nigga, you went to jail. I'd be like, oh my god, you free you. Like, free you. Thank you. Like, every free time you. someone says free you and they did something wrong, I'm like, for what? No, that's the time I'm going to say free you. Like, free you because you did okay. something right. Like, y'all sitting here killing each other. It, it, it. I hate to talk about these things because it really does break my fucking soul. Like, it's like, just everything is just like the, the, the violence amongst each other. And it's like, you can't even, like, y'all, we're brothers, we're sisters. We need to look out for each other. And instead, it's like, we act like, like we're against each other all the time. It's trash. Right to 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 bring it to another topic. We didn't we didn't put this in the show. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Oh no! But I, I wanted to talk about it briefly too, because it, 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 you know, it coincides with this stuff, which is like how all the black people that are under TK, uh, I think it's TK's profile, talk about free TK, you know. And if you don't know him, oh, yeah, yeah, he just yeah. had a murder trial, and they're about to give him, you know, anywhere from like life to he's probably gonna do like twenty five years, because that's the rest of his co-defendants got. Um, but this kid murdered people, and well, allegedly. Allegedly, we don't know what happened, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put that in the universe. Allegedly, he murdered people, but when his song came out, we were all boosting that song about him killing somebody and then going on a run. Mm-hmm. And I remember when Joe Budden was on Everyday Struggle, he was like, "Why are we supporting this shit?" And everybody was saying, "Oh, Joe Budden's a hater. Let this kid live," and all this other shit. And then. You know, flash forward to today when they actually show some of his victims, like that's a whole family that's gonna grieve for forever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they don't give a fuck about that song. They don't give a fuck about him and his rap career. Like, and I feel sad because it's it's a, he's only he was only 17. I think he's like 18, 19 now. He was only he's only a kid. But at the same time, we're like free take K, and he possibly murdered somebody. Mm-hmm. No, like, I swear the black community has their priorities like real messed up sometimes, and it's heartbreaking and it's it, it's enraging. It's not like I don't I don't get sad over. It. I just get pissed off. I'm like, yo, y'all act blind to the things you, y- y'all selective with what you want to see and what you want to protest against, like heavily. 
but you're always you're being a hypocrite in in, in, in the media. Like, dude, there's some serious shit going on that y'all should be protesting against, and y'all sitting at home doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, uh, was it the uh, some, some newspaper dumbasses uh, put uh, the ASAP Rocky article with the Take K photo? You motherfuckers oh, need to use Google. What the fuck is going on? It happens way too often. Like I think Patty Labelle and uh, Aretha Franklin one time that shit happened. I'm like, what the fuck? Like y'all don't know how to Google white people, and these are white nah, people. That was on purpose. I don't believe in one second that a, a, a newspaper. First of all, newspaper journalists don't know who fuck ASAP is and TK and to swap the two. Like they did that on purpose. They know. Yeah, everything they is cloud. Like, come on. Yeah, they did that on purpose. They've been doing that. They've been doing that since the dawn of TV, trying to portray an a, a, a image for black people. Come on, they're doing that on purpose. Okay, let's get into some. Uh, Willow, you're not a parent, so but put your two cents anyway because you got parents. Um, so, Black China <laughs> and her fucking mother. Um, so I've always I just want to talk about this the reason I want to talk about it is not because I give a fuck about Black China I give a fuck about her mother it's more about parenting and there was like a saying a a quote that was coming out of the situation so Black China and her mother basically they were having a discussion the mother started trying to attack her argue with her and you could see black china trying to calm her down like she already knows what to do when her mother starts verbally abusing her but it looked like it was about to turn into a physical abuse so all i kept thinking is imagine this person as a child and having to deal with a mother like that like she already knows what she has to do or she can be abused so the reason i bring this up because the quote that was said was that everybody talks about the absent uh, father but never talk about the toxic mother that a child will have to deal with and still be screwed up it's not always because the dad is gone sometimes it's because the mother ain't shit and that's something that really opened my eyes because i never had to go through that i didn't have my dad but i had my mom and my mom wasn't toxic so but there are parents that are and there's some women that take out the relationship with the father uh on the child so if you guys want to talk about that i just thought it was like really like that video really disturbed the fuck out of my life this week um i i come from uh i come from that environment so for me it's kind of like it's kind of like something I, I grew up with my entire life. Like, my mom, my sister is the oldest, and my mom and my sister have that relationship. Like, I remember one day walking into the house, and there was blood everywhere because they had gotten to one of those fights, like, those type of fights. And I, I also, like, watching it, because I watched the video, too. I think China was putting on a front because the cameras were there. I believe if the cameras weren't there, they would have been fighting because it looked they like they fought. fight. No, like no, no. Fight. You I, could tell that they fight. I, you could tell that her face was a show, but it's just like the fact that she still has to go. Because the conversation to me was nothing, and the mother took it there. So it's like if you're taking it there, then obviously, as and you're especially that your daughter's grown up, I know she had to probably take the whooping at first, and now she can give the whooping. But I know that. But it, it's just still to me the fact the mother's still defending it now over a car because her daughter offered her like a Nissan and she wanted something fancy. Like, bitch, what? Yeah. If I buy you something, be happy about what i'm getting you it, it's just a lot of tox toxicness and if china was sitting there acting for the show it, it to me is i still i'm still upset about how the mother acted because if china's like that she gets it from you 
It just still shows. Yeah, no, I'm not saying I'm not saying China did anything bad. Like she, I. But I know I know that situation. Like so, I know yeah. that if the cameras weren't there, that would have been a different situation. So I do applaud her. That's what I was about to say. I applaud her for keeping it together because that could have been a situation where they both went to jail, somebody got hurt or whatever, stabbed. I've seen it firsthand, so I know. Um, but yeah, like again, like black men. We always get the short end of the stick when it comes to, like, blaming in, you know, single-parent households, whatever, for, you know, whatever the kid does wrong. It's always on the black male's, like, shoulders. But I know some toxic mothers, like, some real toxic mothers that compete with their daughters because you also got to realize there's a dynamic because um, Black China's mother used to, but she was a stripper, and I think she was like she tried porn once or twice, or like softcore porn. So there's a competition there too, like, and we don't talk about that in the Black community. How there are a lot of mothers that compete with their daughters, you know, for men, for uh, all types of shit, attention, like all, all types of yeah, weird have- fucking shit goes you know, on, like, toxic shit. They're getting older or whatever, and they're getting less attention, and the daughters are now getting into that stage where they're getting all the attention, no matter how they dress, and the mothers are jealous of that. So, you know, yeah, so... Yeah, you because, can tell us all of that. Because I actually have someone in my family, um, a mother. She's my cousin, and she's very toxic she's a narcissist she's a a attention seeker she's when her daughter is not around her her daughter is normal but when they're together it's like two toxic people like the daughter has to act the way the mother acts in order for them to coexist together and i actually can't stand them and if they listen your family get over it um but they're toxic (laughs) they're toxic and I wish that there could be, like, a change, but I, I've given up on that because it's just, like, you can't... Like, sometimes older people are just harder to sit there and it's like, hey, you have a flaw. It's too late for them sometimes. So I choose to just get away from that. But, yeah, i I seen that relationship, and it's just the worst. It, it's the worst type of relationship to have. To sit there and be competing with your daughter or making your daughter be someone that she does not want to be. Like, I don't think she wants to be like you, but you're forcing her to be like you, basically. It's, it sucks. I mean, and the whole thing is toxic is toxic. It doesn't, I don't, I don't care. Like, I hate those folks talking about how all of your, it's your parents or it's your this and it's your that. You should always respect them, blah, 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 blah. And me, my sister, my mom, we have these discussions all the time because we had a dark childhood and my mom was the positive person that brought us through it. But, like, when it comes to toxic, and I tell my mom all the time, like, if I ever come into a lot of money or if Hannah ever make it, like, you know, if we make it to a point where we don't have to deal with certain people in our family no more, we're not going to. We're not going to pretend. Like, then, even now, there's some some of my aunts I don't speak to because mentally they're, they're a lot, they're, they're like 19 mentally. They act really immature and really toxic, and I just don't deal with it. And there's certain people in my, certain parts of my family I just don't deal with. And I'm like, at some point, you got to just cut those type of people out of your life, man. Like, toxic is toxic. I don't care if you're related by blood, man. They got to go. 
I think we put a little too much stock into like family. dealing with abusive relationships because that person is family, that person is blood. Like you didn't choose those people. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like they're they are who they are, and some of them are not going to change. Not going to change. Who those people yeah. are. So, like, you just can't fuck with them. Like, everybody has that family member. Everybody has that family member, that aunt, that uncle, that brother. That's like you love them, but you can't fuck with them. Like, I can't fuck with you. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I'll see you at the function. I'll say what's up, uncle. I'll say what's up, auntie. You know what I'm saying? How you doing? Cool. Okay. But after that, it's like. Nah, like I can't, I can't rock with you because uh, stuff like that, the stuff like that that we see between China and uh, um, her mom, like stuff like that, arguing over a car, like really, you know what I'm saying? And then you could tell, like you could tell when the mother was saying, you know, all the stuff that I did for you, all the stuff that I gave up. That's the type of relationship. So you expect your your daughter or your your son to like take care of you and every whim or whatever and that's yeah, just it's just, yeah. just nasty it's just nasty you can tell that whole video she just like was she's pretty much arguing for a handout like you need to be treating me better like you need to get me a bigger house a bigger whatever more of this and more of that I was, I was just like bro I, I don't know much about Black China to be honest with you I don't really call it celebrity news um, I know she was like a meme for a while for sucking dick badly or something like that and that was hilarious but <laughs> But, like, yeah, so I, when I saw that video today, I was like, yo, my mom just wants that handout, you know what I mean? And I was like, and it looked like Black like, Channel about to go off for her. I was hoping to see a fight, <laughs> No, 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 yeah, I, I, I did want to see her with her. Towards the end, she just said, fuck it, but it was too late. Um, <laughs> and they got separated. Yeah. Oh, no, but you see, like, um, how you guys were saying about, like, um, like, you know, not being close. So, um, as everyone knows, my cousin passed away. Um, rest in peace to her. Um, but that situation did try to bring my family closer because my family was very distant. So, it was like, you know, we have, like, you know, this person. that's Like, my cousin wanted my family to be together, even the people that she didn't like. But I, I choose to be around those people, but in a way that I'm not speaking to you. I'm rude as fuck to my family, and if I just don't like you, you can tell. I'm not going to say hi to you. And people feel, see it as rude, but it's just I'm protecting my energy because I know what type of person you are. I know that, like, my cousin didn't like you, so you don't belong here. <laughs> um <laughs> What? <laughs> so like the, the toxic cousin that I have um, my cousin disliked her and at her funeral this bitch threw herself on this bitch's body and then threw, tried to throw herself in the hole in the casket and I told them to let her go and push her in because I'm sick of her shit but it's just like it's just toxicity like to me my cousin passing away helped me be better helped me see like be more positive I guess and then with her is like I'm just gonna keep using these moments that we have together as a family to get attention so it's like yeah it's to me it's just stay away from those people like I had to deal with that this weekend and I was drunk and being nice so when I'm drunk I'm nice so it was just like oh whatever I just I don't even care but I was sober and then I'm like oh my god I had to really deal with this bitch this weekend but it's just like just for me just like you guys said, stay away from those type of people because they're toxic and you don't want that energy. Like, to me, I think the people you keep around you either are going to give you good or bad energy. So I just want people to know, like, hey, 
keep the people yeah. you like around you. Those people that even if you're family, you have to see them in a room or something. Just keep your keep them at a distance so you don't have that bad energy with you. Yeah, I mean, like you know, speaking on that, like every everybody knows me. Everybody knows that I'm cool with just about everybody. I love just about everybody. There's probably like five people on the planet that I don't like, but I would tell all my friends. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't let those people at my funeral. Like I don't need I don't need oh, yeah. those fake oh. people I have at my whole, funeral. I have a whole conversation with my away. mom about that. I had a whole conversation with my mom about that. I literally told her that in my will it will say a security guard will be hired and there's a list of people that could walk in and then there's people that can never get in and there's maybe some maybes, depending on how when I die how I feel about them. That's it. Like, my mom thinks it's the wildest <laughs> shit, but my will is lit. Like, it's going to be a party, and it's exclusive. It's going to be exclusive. Um. So, yeah. I don't want that shit in my fucking funeral. Like, my shit's going to be lit. DJ hired already, security guard, and there's a list. There's going to be a whole club shit. Like, that's it. So, yes, people, protect your energy, even from your trashy-ass family members. Facts. Protect your energy from toxic people, general family, or not. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, um, what did, what else? Oh, I wanted to ask you guys about something funny. Um, it was it's been happening for a few weeks. Um, and I just want to say that this is not a part of Hot Girl Summer. This hoe is doing shit by herself. Um, April. Nah, nah, you no. gotta claim this. Shit. <laughs> I already know where you go. Claim this shit. Y'all no, 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 no. We literally the the queen of Hot Girl Summer said we're not with her. <laughs> so if she, nah, the queen, we already traded her to the City Boys because she's on some other nah, shit. It's too, nah, it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. She she was drafted already. <laughs> like, no, 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 she was not drafted. <laughs> okay, first of all, I want. I need to explain to you what a hot girl summer is because it has been defined several times and it's just about having fun for the summer being independent woman or man and being hot having fun being independent doing you being you know positive all this stuff this bitch April stop stop this shit please there is no difference between the city girl and a hot girl it's hoeing let's just keep it excuse me city girl no 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 city girls is ho scamming hot girls means something totally different um but wait let's just get into it because i we didn't i didn't even get to say anything before you cut me off and said now she with us uh no she not she might be a city girl no she's not even a city girl she's not scamming niggas she's just giving pussy away so april jones or marion's baby mother was on coke or something did a whole video tapping her pussy and then naming nigga she fucked like the game and yada 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 and now she's possibly 100% because they're living together and supposedly uh, from the baby mother uh, Little Fizz from B2K Omarion's bandmate said that they're fucking um April Jones Omarion's baby mom is fucking Little Fizz his bandmate what the fuck Sound so, <laughs> like a hot girl summer to me. I, I, I saw that and I was like, all right, this little fit dude, first of all, he ain't no real friend. Fuck that nigga. All right, fuck that nigga because he knew who That's he was. That's why I said bandmate. Before anything. I nah, said, fuck I, that nigga. I said bandmate because that's not a friend. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, if, you guys, if you guys were. Hollywood is different, bro. Hollywood is different. But if you guys were Omarion, if you guys were Omarion, how would you guys feel? Because I feel like he doesn't care. 
But even if I, I don't care uh, about her, I want to be with her. Why are it the way I would handle it? I don't give up. You fucking a thought, dog. And you got her. <laughs> That's what, that's what I'm saying. Yo, I'm pretty sure. Yo, I'm pretty sure. Mario said, "Man, go ahead, man. Fuck that bitch. Like, <laughs> this is Hollywood. Like, come on. Just that's why I don't like this. That's why. That's why I don't like this city girl shit, hot girl shit. This ratchet is hoeing. It's been hoeing since since 1400s. It's been hoeing since hoeing been hoeing. Okay, like hoes are gonna hoe. This is what they do. It's Hollywood. And honestly, I, I honestly I don't care who you fuck. Like I, I don't have a problem with that. Like, and Amarion is doing what most dudes do. I don't care. But like, you think Marion probably fucked ten girls this week. Okay, yeah, but you, you know what it is. About- you know what it is for me that I I'm a little bit shocked because this has been for like the last year that I realized she's a hoe. When she first was introduced to us as this girl, she was the classy, sophisticated girl that wasn't that's insult- that's the jump. <laughs> I was bullshit for jump. Yeah, love of hip hop. We already know what love of hip hop is. It's a soap opera. None of those women on there act like. They try like every woman on on Love and Hip Hop. When you first see them, when they first get introduced, they're the classiest woman in the world. And then as the show progresses, they transform into the whole they really are, <laughs> like like a wolf or like a fucking werewolf. These are werewolves. <laughs> the camera turns off and they transform into the fucking whole they are. All right, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like that's that's the problem. I don't I don't have a problem with. Who you sleep with? Who you want to sleep with? Just don't try to rebrand it. Try to say that yeah, you're something. Yeah. Not that's, that's the only time I'll ever have an issue with a thought. Like if a thought trying to tell me she's not a thought, try to present herself as not a thought, and deep down thought she knows she has thought and she be out by out there thoughting and bopping. So as long as you come forward and just be like, look, bro, I'm a thought. I'm trying to get this dick. I'm trying to get with a whole bunch of other dudes also. So don't get attached to me. I got all the respect for you in the world, fam. Like just don't just don't be something you're not. Like if you a thought, be a thought, dog. It's not wrong with it. Yeah, and the reason why I'm saying this because I I know it's a joke. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but I love the uh, what's her name, Sudiana or whatever. She, she got that uh, bitch. I need some henny and a plan B. Mm. You know the the chick that was twerking in the abortion clinic. No. What the fuck? Oh, you never see that? I think her name is like. I think her name is like. Yeah, yo, she was like, fuck, the, fuck them, those babies. No, she was twerk. So she was in her gown and she was like, fuck them babies. I'm not about to have this nigga kids. I'm about to get the. Uh, oh, I think I've seen that. I did see. I did see. I did see. <laughs> Y'all gotta link me that video. <laughs> I did see it. Like, yeah. And me, I appreciate honesty. Like I, like I get it. I get the but difference between a hot girl. I, I, get the difference between a hot girl and a city girl. I, I, I've already, you know, been through all the definitions. I heard what Meg said. I heard what this. So I get it. But I, I get the difference. But I mean, when it all comes down to it, we know what this is. Like you ain't trying to be no hot girl for the summer and not get fucked. Like stop it. Um, I need. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't. I haven't gotten dick. I haven't gotten dick all summer, guys, and I'm trying to live my hot girl best life. And I swear on everything, I haven't gotten dick all summer. So pray for me, because I guess my hot girl summer is trashed. <laughs> yeah, but you're not. But you're not out here saying that you don't want to have the flan out. Oh no, no, no! Everybody, I, everybody wants some dick. 
We're not trying to act like we You see, like you see, yeah, Meg, like, Megan that's... saying she want dick, but she want a consistent one dick for the summer. She don't want a whole bunch of dicks. You see, I, that's how I feel. I'm, I'm the type of bitch that I want a dick, but I don't want a whole bunch of them. I'm, I'm not out here trying to catch anything. Like I'm trying to be safe. But see, but see that's the thing. Like, I mean, well, you could, you could be safe with multiple dicks but that's nah, that's nah, nah. a bitch like the raw but we know i like it raw i like it raw i like it <laughs> i like it raw <laughs> see, you, see you need a different you need a different definition for the shit that you want <laughs> but, but what, I, what i'm saying is like it, like to bring it back to april like like you said when she first came out you would swear like she was she was a church girl like Oh, I'm only about Amarion, and every time like the other girls on the show would be telling her their whole stories, she was like, "Oh, that can't be me. That can't be me." And then she do a little coke, and that real hoe come out. She turned into that weird hoe. She get that coke. You know what I'm saying? She was tapping on her. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, the shit was fat though. Um, I seen the video. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I am not at Magic Game or Lil Fizz for hitting that, but. We know what this is, man. No, you know but what, you know what, know what it is, too, that... off your next purchase Code warehouse. Promo code warehouse. No, so, you know what it is, too, because Omarion's mom hated her so much, and I'm like, now I know why. Like, she knew you was a warehouse, too. Like, she yeah. knew. So, I saw, I saw a comment in the video that was like, yo, if your mom is telling you that that girl is trouble, you need to drop that bitch. <laughs> I died. <laughs> yeah. I his mom did tell him. Okay, so I don't know if you guys heard it. Uh, Remy Ma's Old Town Row remix. Yeah, I heard it. Oh, damn it, Lord. I just have a question. I love it. I just have a question because she's on parole and she's talking about shooting bitches, <laughs> being bitches up. And I'm like, do they, do they count this? I was worried. I was like, I need my bitch to come out because I'm still trying to hear seven winters six summers <laughs> like you just said you were going to shoot bitches and you and some bitch just snitched on you for punching her in the eye um yeah. wait wait let me get this straight Remy Ma jumped on the old town road record talking about nah, shooting so, bitches so what it so what it seems like is like they the story is they're saying that she was in the studio and decided to do a freestyle like on old town road and they As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. She released it as like a track that she really did, but it's just a freestyle. And she's talking about she's on parole. She's waiting to get out because she's going to ride on some bitches. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I'm listening to it. I'm listening to it. And she goes, I, I, when I get out, I'm gonna ride these, ride on these bitches. And I'm like, wait, hold on, wait, Remy, like you about to go back inside? <laughs> <laughs> you fixing on yourself right like, now? Bitch. Li- literally, <laughs> that's why I kind of don't understand um, rappers, even like Cardi with like uh, press and stuff like that. I'm like. I was just about to say the same thing. Like, yeah. there's something about Bronx female rappers that they don't give a fuck what uh, what case they got going on. They they gonna slap you regardless. Like, <laughs> or they gonna shoot your shit up. So, it might be a Bronx thing. Might be a Bronx. I don't know, but Bronx need to get that girl because she's talking about she on parole. She got that stick. You know how to use this type joint. Like, I'm like, boy, hold look, up. I love it, <laughs> and I do want it to be released officially. <laughs> like, I'm like, I can't wait to. <laughs> <laughs> you need to be buying something of bars, girl. Uh, nah, I'm okay with it, but it's like it, she already put it out. There's nothing we could do now. It's just those are the questions I have when rappers snitch on themselves. Like, the only person that I'm okay with doing it is Jay Z, because that shit happened a hundred years ago, and you're a billionaire now. You yeah. got money to. Do whatever you want now. You good, but everybody else that's doing it, like Remy, is like you're not quite there yet, and you're still on parole. You shouldn't be talking about none of this shit. Like, do they like do they let their lawyer listen to it first, and the lawyer be like, you good? <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure out what it is. Because <laughs> that lawyer must well, hate I you. Just, after this video, I got after this podcast, I got sent you guys um, a link to a video, it's a two part video from Crank Lucas. Where he's, uh, he, it's a skit where he's like rapping, telling himself too much. And in the first part, he's rapping and snitching on himself. And in the second part, he's in the holding cell. And he's like, and uh, the dude interviewing him, he's like, so this not you? And he plays his track. And he's like, bro, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I gotta tell you that. See, that's it. it. Uh, what, what I was gonna say was that, you know, I haven't heard the, the Remy Ma old Tyro freestyle, but she's from the Bronx, so BX all day yeah. is fire. It's fire. It is fire, though. I actually like it, and I wish that it would come out for real, but it's like, I'm, I'm a little worried for her parole. That's it. It was just a question I had about people that do that with their music. Um, uh, the last topic I have, if you guys wanna add anything else after, go ahead. But um, El Chapo gets life. No more coke for us. A chase and our chocolate is gone. What the fuck we gonna do? What what are we doing? <laughs> I was just saying like I have to do coke anyway, so that's I mean it's such a deep nigga go to jail for life, but <laughs> I don't like, do coke either. Like, that's not like some white people issues that they gonna be crying about later. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't do coke either, but my best friend wants to and I told him one day we will in the safety of my house. And now it seems like opportunities are dwindling. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they said it. They said the business is good. His brother and his son took over. You know, so they still smuggle. They they still got some. Ain't that some shit? They, this, they acting like it's a Starbucks. Like it's a Starbucks. Stuff. This is good. This is booming. We just sold. We just sold a billion motherfucking uh, bricks already. Like we ain't worried about El Chapo. That shit, man. The moment El Chapo got locked up, there was another El Chapo right behind them. Like, business ain't changed. It was like, oh, they came out with like, oh, this is just the first step. It took a long time for us to get here, to get him behind bars. They talking about they're still trying to seize 
$12.6 billion that they can't find. I'm like, how can can you not find $12.6 billion? Like, where'd it go? <laughs> like, motherfucking, where'd it go? That's where y'all look at. Yeah, that's another, that's another bullshit lie. They know exactly where that $12 billion at. They know exactly where that twelve billion is going. Of course they know, because where the how do you how do you lose that? Like how do you not find that? Like come on, it's gonna go right into Chase bank account. So if Chase, you listening? Uh, me I, and Kiara already applied for that cocaine card. So how did you do that? <laughs> we'll let we'll, we'll get you one too. You since you're with us now, you're with us. Um, so. Yeah. Don't say that too loud. FBI gonna come knock on my door like, oh no, no, no. We're we're applying for the card that has. We don't get in trouble for it. Chase is giving it to us for free. That's not. This is how it works. But that's not. We didn't do anything wrong. Um, it was given to us. Like it's like a free credit card. (laughs) So yeah, you guys have anything else you guys want to talk about? Before we, we Tiger's light skin Lil Wayne. Boy, that is how you pay homage to a fucking legend. So shout out to We didn't talk we did not talk we haven't been really talking about music. Um but yeah, I did love the video. Every I seen it and I was like, this looks like the Amelie video. This looks like this video and everybody's like had no idea until they like I guess finally realized the title of the song. I was like, Are you guys fucking dumb? Like I, I didn't yeah, know that that's exactly what he was doing. All the way back to go DJ. Right? Yeah. It was really that cool. It was really cool. Yeah, sh- yeah, shout out to Tiger. Like un- unfortunately, um for Nikki, uh she hasn't followed the same career path after Young Money because it seems like Tiger has found like a good space to be in after everybody clowned him yeah. you know what I'm saying he was red shirting uh, Kylie which he was and he kind of <laughs> fucked that situation up but you know what I'm saying hey, he's landed pretty nicely he had like three hits since then you know what I'm saying and it, like her, his former label mate and Nikki, she can't buy a hit wait so, wait 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 wait. I know that I have sat here and crucified her and I'm, I will be here be the first one to say that she dropped the remix for uh, not remix the freestyle for Suge um, you know the baby Suge song and it is actually really dope it was the first freestyle that I'm like I don't like you're staying on flow but you're saying something and I'm not sick of you in 2.5 seconds um, she dropped that I think it was yesterday day before yesterday so yeah Nikki needs to get it together but I like that freestyle she just dropped look yeah, but is she gonna is she gonna follow up with that anything good? Like, so what I'm like, he- I heard like, a sneak peek. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just heard a sneak peek of her dropping a song, um, and it's in uh, you know patois, and she sounds like Steph London, and I think it's for the whole song. So I don't know how I feel about it. I seen a, it was like a snippet. Like it's always some fucking gimmick with her, like. I mean, we are, I mean, we didn't. We pretty much talked about Nikki fucking every episode. We didn't fucking had so far. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, I also keep it going now. Our I'm shit on, <laughs> our fucking uh, reoccurring role. We shit on Nikki, but like I, to me, I think Nikki at this point should probably just take a break. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying. Your, like, take your, a break. Game like assess the scene. Let these girls fizzle out, which they probably will. You know what I'm saying when they. Re- reach they peak and they fucking fizzle out and then come back and, and kill the game again but this whole you know trying to jump on people's waves and she tried to jump on the fucking um, uh, the Tatiana thing and it's like it just seems like she's reaching at everything now she's doing fucking Patois songs like come on 
Another album that came out, and this is for the Beehive. They listen. The Gift. I actually really did love it. I have to be in the mood for some of the songs, um, but I really love it. Like, I love it. Like, it kind of made me emotional um, watching the Spirit video. Like, I just felt something that... It's her voice or the video, but I just felt something. So, I don't know. Um, It was really good, the gift. Um, Obviously, everybody loves Mood Forever, um, Brown Skin Girl, which is a beautiful song because you need to uplift a woman of... uh, especially dark skin color because it's like you're constantly growing up being told like you're not attractive because you're darker so i i love that song and what album is this uh it's it's the lion king it's a it's a called the gift it's basically like they have the lion king album with the original songs and then she made her own album uh, inspired she has kid was there tiara wag Blue Ivy, um, Jay-Z, obviously, Childish Gambino. Like, she just has an array of African um, artists with African producers. Um, so I thought it was really amazing how she did that. Oh, yeah, this is the... It had, like, a lot of Afro beats and stuff on it. Yeah, like, she basically like said... Afro-punk and follow Yeah, she basically said that she wanted to not make music interpreting African music. She wanted to use actual African artists and producers and yeah, it, it was really beautiful. I, I love the songs. Um, like I have to be in the mood for them, but when I listened to it the first time, I listened to it twice and I just felt like emotional. Like it just, it just felt beautiful. Like, and that's, you know, uh, to bring it back, you know, not to, uh, well, I hate to bring it back to Nikki, but that's, <laughs> that's where you get the, that's where you get the, the art, the authenticity from like uh, Nikki rapping in Patois for one song that don't do nothing for me like yeah that like that's one song like why don't you go back home and, and do a whole project like that just switch lanes completely like she never does shit like that she always gives you like one song with some Jamaican vibes to it and then she's off of that shit like like I like that's why I appreciate Beyonce and Jay Z as artists like. They they they've transcended music, where it's not about like any particular thing. Like Beyonce could come out with an Afro pop album, Jay Z could do a four four four. Like that's the type of shit that I like. Like not only the fact that they're talking about sex or drugs or whatever, but you could like step out of your box and give me something like American Gangster, or you could step out of your box and give me something like this, uh, which I'll listen to because it sounds like the type of shit that I listen to. So I'll listen to that. Um, that's what I mean where we talk about diversity and how we want our artists to be artists and not just stick to one fucking topic. Yeah, I agree. Ward wants more um, Beyonce and less Nikki. <laughs> um, I want to talk about, um, I put Iggy because she her album also dropped, I believe, the same day as Beyonce's The Gift. And the only reason I wanted to talk about Iggy is because she's an independent artist and she's been making decent songs and she doesn't get the recognition i know that she had the whole thing with ti the whole i think it was like racist shit um which i can't recall did she go overseas no like she's here she she dropped like this song that i love called started and made a cute video to it like it's not even talking about i think her pussy is just saying like i started from the bottom and now i'm here um, I got in my bag and now I ain't looked back since. And then the video is like a cute 
video of her killing her. Like, you know, like, um, what's that girl that was fucking that old guy and she died a few years ago? I can't remember her, but it was the white lady and she was dating like a 90-year-old guy and then he died and then she eventually died. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply drugs or something but she basically like did a video based off like that like oh I'm, i have my sugar daddy and uh, i killed him and it's just like really like she has really good concept videos and stuff like that and i'm just like trying to figure out like what the fuck's going on like um why her and I, i'm assuming it's because she's an independent artist that her music doesn't get that much but she i i i was i guess i'm just a little disappointed because uh her songs aren't about pussy all the time like she has her stripper songs and like some of her songs are actually like dope songs and i was just trying to figure out like like i i think people should always stick to the independent route if you can because all that money goes back to you but i think it's also hard mm-hmm. because labels block you and companies block which, you which is why which is why i don't like how young and may gets treated because she's a really good artist mm-hmm. but industry-wise, they're not letting her in the industry. And I, I don't know if it's by choice or if she just can't get into the industry. I know, it's but the same way, thing. She get it's, as much recognition as she deserves. It's the same thing. She had the song of the summer. It was popping. That's actually the difference between her and, and Iggy, because Iggy was signed, and now she's not. But with her, and, and, and she took a... I know Iggy took a break for a while to get herself together. But with... Um, uh, you know, Young and May, yeah, it's about the same because she has songs that are popping to me because I'm from the hood and I hear them, but they never make it mainstream. The only song that I could remember was Ooh. Ooh was the only song I heard in the radio. And, and well, she did one with T-Pain, Fuck Bitches That Money. But I'm um, saying I never heard that a, a, And a remix with Casanova. Oh, yeah, that was dope. Oh, so, re- oh, I love that remix. I, wait, pause for, wait, pause for a second. Did uh, something come out? What do you mean? Right. On on your side, Kira, I heard that that uh that chime thing. No, everything's recording. Ooh, okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so that yeah that was a good. I think I think uh, Young and May's problem was she she never followed that up with no album. Like she still hasn't had. I that think album. she did drop a mixtape and it didn't go nowhere either. She did drop something. That mixtape. You keep you love no, no, no. mixtape. No, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Album. I don't know an album like, or mixtape. Honestly, now nowadays are they really that different? No, they're not. Nowadays. No, I'm, 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 I'm telling you, I'm saying no because like Megan's Fever to me, that's a that's a mix. Um, that's an album, but she keeps saying mixtape. I can't tell anymore, honestly. With um, but see, that's what I'm saying. An album and a mixtape. You can always tell the mixtape because it doesn't get pushed like that. Because you're scared. As if you push it. 
and it flops. They don't want you to flop. So what they do is they throw a mixtape out there to try to check the, the weather, the temperature. Oh, is anybody going to buy this? And if it flops, then you can say, oh, it's a mixtape. The problem, that is the, the problem with that is that, well, I'm just, this is this is what the, I think Joe Budden said this a couple times. But the problem is when you drop an album, though, that kind of solidifies you, like, as a base. Like, oh, this is my work. Like, mixtape still has that negative connotation. It's like, it don't really mean anything. So you drop it a mixtape, it's like, eh, you drop the mixtape. But what's that album? Like, yeah. what is your album? I guess, and, I don't know if she called I it, I, I don't know if she called it an album or a mixtape, so that's why I don't want to say, like, oh, she said mixtape or she said album. I don't know. I'm assuming it was a mixtape. But after that, that was the last body of work she put out, and it didn't do well. And I haven't even heard a song. Like, I haven't heard a song in a really long time. And I don't know why I love her songs, because it's like, to me, it's like hood hood like hood songs that you want to listen to in the summer and i usually like her songs like that and i was just yeah that's another person like i question people like that are like there's like look at macklemore they had their big big hit and they dropped music i think one more time after that it didn't do as good as the music when it first came out and they were independent so it was like where are they um, but I mean, there's probably there's probably some politics into that. Like, if you're if you're a, a major label, you don't want somebody that's independent like selling that well. Like, so there's there's I bet you there's some politics because if you if you notice like a lot of the independent artists, they don't get a lot of awards. Like, they don't win a lot of awards. But if you're on a major label, you notice you'd be winning some awards. Like, and that's that helps your that helps your album sales. Like. That helps boosting your your notoriety or whatever. So, like, it's 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 hard to balance like independent versus major because you're independent. Like, there's actively people trying to block you from shows, from fucking placements, from all type of shit. Like, and if your shit ain't popping, popping, like selling through the roof, it's hard to beat somebody like Cardi. Like, Cardi is not the best rapper we have, the best female rapper we have. But like far from, she sells fucking out the out the door. Like she sells everything, everything she touches. Okay, just everything, money, everything, everything runs on money. So can so I ask like, a question? Have you guys heard um, Ed Sheeran's album? Nah, I don't listen to Ed Sheeran. No, I heard I heard that he um, announced his marriage on, on it. Um, yeah, it's, I, a, I didn't it's, a col- it's a collaborative album with mostly is it's a hip-hop album but the thing is that someone said it to me and at first listen i was like oh this is cute like it has some cute songs in it but he has a sound that is literally to me the same sound over and over again like oh yeah it every song sounded the same that i don't i don't even think i listened to the eminem 50 cent song because i was like i'm tired already like this is just soothing like it just has the same type of tempo and i thought because it was hip-hop he was going to be doing i guess more and he really didn't like it was just like oh I, I i just i wanted to talk about it but you guys don't listen to it and i could barely remember it i don't even remember the name of it so fuck it <laughs> <laughs> no, I listen to Ed Sheeran, and I agree. A lot of his stuff sounds the same, but you know, like the Cardi, I his, his one. yeah, the Cardi, like the Cardi song was cute, and I liked her verse, and I'm like, but this song sounds like the other song. I don't know. I like someone said it to me, and I kind of was like, no, you're just being a hater, and I was like, nope, this shit does sound the same. I will not listen to this again. Um, 
Give me back uh, some hood rat stuff. Okay, so. No. <laughs> no? No, what were you gonna say? No, I don't. I was gonna say, I don't. Like, I'm, I'm on my, my black everything. So, I, 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 Ed Sheeran is cool, but I'm rocking with my people right now. So, uh, I can't I can't support that right now. Like he's like just keep it in the book. I think he got invited to the cookout because the whole out, uh he, he loved him some hip hop, but yeah. Um Yeah, I, yeah, he's he's definitely invited to the cookout, but I'm not buying his album. Uh, no, I didn't buy it. I just listened to it. I did buy Beyonce's album. I'm a part of the Beehive, and if this bitch does a tour and we get this with this African shit, I'm coming out in tribal here, motherfuckers. Um, I'm not playing with you, hoes. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get that dashiki. Um, I wore one to her the first time I went to see her, so I need to go extra than a dashiki. I'm gonna need a uh, some real shit, a uh, f- fucking plate on my lip. Um, <laughs> anything else? <laughs> <laughs> anything else before we go? That's about it. So, um, fuck Monday's podcast. Uh, this is dropping. I'm gonna do this shit right now, and it's gonna go up now. Am I gonna have timestamps? No, tomorrow I'll put the timestamps. Um, but uh, as uh, what was it? Who who? What was that quote? <laughs> As, as my the, the promo code? No. no, no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Drop all the promo Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we go, there is someone I said I was going to shout out. Um, It's someone we used to work with. Um, What's this nigga's name? <laughs> he also has clothes. What's his name? Beans. I'm going to say Beans. Uh, Beans. Oh, uh, oh, what's the name? Uh, Don't say. Uh, <laughs> um, so uh, Beans also has a clothing line called LX Fee uh, Fee Apparel, I believe, if I'm saying that right. But you could go on his Instagram to check it out. It's uh, underscore Beans underscore ten, and the website is lxfeofstyle.com. So, oh, it's, it's life. I think life. It's life. Yeah, I just realized it now. Lifeofstyle.com. So, you guys could go there and check out his own clothing as well. Um, remember CG also. Um, let me look up the uh, website for that one too. We're going to do this promo correctly. Remember, fucko is a promo code. Um, fucko. CG. So, it's C I G E Designs dot big cartel dot com so you can look up their stuff and their instagram is cg designs so um i just want to promote people we're going to try to do that put our friends on because you don't want to leave people behind and every little bit of promotion helps so that's all i gotta say yes and we are trying to spread uh you know all of this black business and all this, you know, positivity and like my mentor says, by positivity I mean this dick so fuck Monday <laughs> fuck Mondays, peace out, thank you Willers so much anytime you want to come on, you can come on all the time but just just let me know nigga you could be a part of the crew too <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah, that, that's a thing that's a so I'm coming on here every week if I can and, right, and yeah. I just want to let you guys know that we are going to have like people we get to interview that are also up and coming media people or artists like if you have a friend that wants to rap and you want to interview them let them know they could come on the podcast so this is a promotion oh yeah also uh 
excuse me, uh, sorry to cut you off, but the the fuck Monday uh, official theme song. Oh uh, yes, I, people love it. People love so, it. I yeah, I, I sing like, it. I know the words. Wait, what? I said I sing it. I know the words. I was actually listening today so I could edit it so it can like um you know do a little uh fallout as it goes. So when we start the podcast, and I was like singing it, and I was like I know the words. Yes, I'm the shit. I'm the shit. Like I feel hyped because there's a song that I just know niggas don't know, but they gonna know. <laughs> Fact. So you know, say by the time y'all hear this, that should be out on SoundCloud. So Judah Moscato at SoundCloud. It should be, you know, there tonight. That's Fuck Monday. And enjoy the theme song. I know you guys like the the, um, the intro and the hook and all that, so I'm going to drop the song for y'all to listen to, man. So stream it, please. Share it. All that good shit. Yes. Um, so bye, yeah, guys. Uh, see you next Monday. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.